Welcome to Conversations with Pussy. This is a podcast designed to empower you as a woman to rediscover your innate magic, your sensuality, your sexuality, and your deep feminine power. I'm your host, Grace Hazel, and I'm a women's empowerment guide. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Conversations with Pussy. For this episode, we have a very, very, very special guest who is Kayleen Langford from Start Up Creative. Welcome, Kay. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's such a pleasure. So I was just explaining to Kay that I'm absolutely fangirling out by the fact that Kay is on the podcast. Um, Kay is my actual business mentor. And I think you've been mentoring me, Kay, for the last six months. And I truly believe without your guidance and assistance, I would not have quit my job by now and moved to Bali to run the Grace Hazel stuff full time. So I want to just like say thanks. And also you're amazing. And I'm excited to have you speak for Conversations with Pussy. Uh, Thank you. No, I actually just had a moment then where I was like, I can't believe you used to work like in a job because you've really thrown yourself into your business and you've built it and I can't it's funny to think that when we first met you weren't like that remember the Bali was just a dream and they doing it girl good on you I mean when I make a decision I go hard on that decision I love that you're a hard worker <laughs> yeah I, I put my blinkers on and I do not stop which is why it's so good to have you on the podcast talking about what we're going to talk about which I will introduce soon however I would love for you just to explain um to the peeps listening a little bit more about startup creative so obviously I've spoken into the fact that you've like changed my life through business mentoring but you do so much more than that too yeah, well, Startup Creative started out of my desire to leave the corporate rat race. Um, it was almost four and a half years ago now. And I originally was just running, I wrote a course, How to Turn Your Passion into a Business, based on um, some work, yeah, pr- pretty much what my corporate car- career was and some, you know, awards and things that I had won that made me think, oh, well, I'm, this is my skill set. I can monetize this for myself, you know, and started to think, outside the box of what I thought my career was meant to look like and, um, yeah, designing the life of my dreams, really. And then it evolved into, you know, um, offering one-on-one coaching services, workshops, events. We launched a magazine that's all about telling the raw startup stories of, you know, successful entrepreneurs and exactly how they did it and the times that they fucked up and, you know, all the things. So, yeah, I'm a really big believer in, like, um, a designing the life of your dreams and you know, using business as a tool and a vehicle to do that um, but then also using storytelling as a way to go hey this is exactly what I did and how I did it and it wasn't easy but it can be done and using that to inspire more people to do it yeah and you so you have those stories on your podcast right so your podcast I I'm like cult follower of it and get inspired when I listen to not only your story and your 
uh, tips on on how to yeah become an amazing entrepreneur, but also yeah you bring all of these incredible beings onto your podcast and get them to tell their stories on like you were saying like the the highs and lows of running a business. Yeah, I think that's one of my biggest passions is like when you look at a successful business, whether it's walking into your favorite coffee shop or reading a magazine or following someone on Instagram, it's so easy for our minds to go, that person's so lucky or look at that beautiful business or I wish I could do that one day. And what we don't realize is behind the scenes of that business was hard, bloody work and Mm -hmm. tears and, you know, grit and pain and struggle and, you know, little moments of um, like success here and there that kept you going. And I think when I hear those stories and, you know, for some reason I have the ability to get people to tell me the real side. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mainly because I'm really, I'm naturally really intrigued and I ask a lot of questions. Um, but when you hear what really went on behind the scenes to make that what it is and what's still happening, you go, wow, like anyone can do this. Like if you have enough grit, like all those inspirational quotes on Instagram that I post, like <laughs> I genuinely mean them. Like if you really give a shit enough, you'll make your life happen. Like you can design the life of your dreams if you really badly want it totally and Mm. I I so resonate with that due to the fact that yeah like I mentioned if if I decide to do something and I have like full passion within me and like heart within within what I choose to do it's like if you have that solid calling that solid passion that solid like I'm doing this for this reason it's like no matter what hardships you go through and all of the challenges that come with running a business, which I'm discovering for myself now, those things can come and smash you in the face and potentially cause a breakdown. Yeah, mm. if you've still got that solid love or reason in your in your knowing or internally, it doesn't stop you and it makes that's what makes you successful. Yeah, I mean, you're a perfect example of this because when I met you, you were in London, hustling away, working your side hustle, you know, like saving your money, doing, you know, every week we'd sit down and you'd be like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this and like you come up with new ideas and you'd execute and, you know, bring it all to life. And, you know, for you, I mean, like Bali is a bit closer to Australia, but for someone in London on the other side of the world to go, and not only am I going to build this up, I'm going to move to Bali and it's going to sustain me so I can live a dream life. Like <laughs> London to Bali, you know, what were you doing graphic design to pussy conversations? <laughs> like <laughs> you totally nailed it. Like you're the perfect example of someone who's gone, I fucking want this life and I'm going to get it. And you invested in a coach and you surrounded yourself with like-minded people. You've taken yourself off to personal trainings and things to like make it happen for you. Mm. So as this is conversations with pussy and we're currently talking business, which is like freaking amazing. And I would like to just explain to the peeps listening that this is calling in the essence of um, if you are a woman or perhaps even a man who is running a, um, a business or is 
feeling into yeah bringing forth something that's a passion of theirs into um into fruition into um starting up or even if there's someone out there who's like just got really career driven and in a really um full power job um my realization is for myself when i began to um run my business so i was uh full time working in london in as kay mentioned a design agency and i was also on the side like hustling my business and building up my business and when i get full on like that i notice what happens is i get super rigid and structured uh, i'm fully goal oriented and it's really great because i get so much done and i and i'm achieving everything that i want to achieve and it feels really successful and when i do that something else kind of shifts within me and another part of me seems to go off balance and it's like i can get so excited and passionate about this one thing that yeah holistically it's not happening for me so other parts of my life start to go amiss and when that happens i can drop into a space of like perhaps anxiety um and yeah i know that when i talk to other women about this women who are entrepreneurs too or have had their own business or are currently running their own business they're experiencing similar situations like this is their heart and soul it's like what they live for so they're up like in the in the morning grabbing their phone and they're like checking their emails and like having like huge downloads of creative ideas on how they can get bigger and better and that would be the case and it would be like you know being high as a kite perhaps on coffee all day until you go to sleep at night and then you put your phone to the side and like this this creates such a huge level of imbalance in someone's life um mm. and it's happening or has happened within my life and i have been experiencing it too and mm. for me i um, due to the fact that i've done lots of different trainings and have you know i've taught yoga for many many years i i have tools in place that pull me back into alignment that pull me back into a place of softness of coming out of the mind and dropping back into the body but i know so many people don't have that so i would love to talk to you kay about what you're noticing with lots of entrepreneurs and how we can start to holistically do business and also create space for our life force which translates into like our sexual energy how we can run a business and still have heaps of juice left at the end of the day mm. yeah amazing i think it's like i'm so guilty of it as well right like it's so easy to um to have your mindset on getting an end goal and like you know what it's like grace is like when you, you actually get a bit of a hit from it and it gets addictive right like you write the blog post and someone replies and says it changed my life or you get inundated with coaching inquiries or you know um people reply to your insta stories and say um thank you you're you're inspiring whatever like you know you can definitely you you're driving and because of the worlds and that we live in and the businesses that we're capable of creating and going direct to our consumers we get this um, this feedback loop that you know i'm starting to notice is really easy to feed your ego and actually cut you off from a purpose in your life and i think where i'm really passionate about is this big picture of what how we ended up 
you know, we end up in this place of what I, I like to think of, whether you're in a male or female body, as a very masculine energy. So if you look at our society, where the movies, our parents, um, you know, <clears throat> uh, the examples of successful people before us, it is a very masculine way of doing, like, you know, I would say that we see masculinity as being in a masculine. And so when I say masculine, I think, you know, very driven and focused and, um, you know, uh, clear and maybe a little bit disconnected from the emotional body because, you know, that's what serves and um, very decisive and black and white and, you know, go, go, go. And that totally can serve and it has to serve throughout your business because without that energy, all of us need it. Um, that, that's the, the dopamine, that's the doer, that's the, the thing, that, the part of us that actually achieves. But what, what I am challenging is that um, society shows us that that's the only way to success. And what I'm starting to unfold in my own business and my life and what I, what I challenge in my meditation practice as well as with my clients is what if there's a way to create abundance, success with joy and ease and being in complete flow in your life? And I truly believe that there's people who've found that flow and I think that there's, you know, it's 100% possible for each of us. And I'm, you know, definitely um, searching for, for being in that flow. And the more that I investigate into, you know, spiritual teachers and readings and podcasts, the more that you hear the conversation over and over again of like getting in your river and being in your flow and allowing the life to, um, to guide you with intuition. And it doesn't mean that you don't go crazy paddling and get you through some rapids or, you know, push a log out of the way if it gets in, in the way, but that majority of your life, you can be in a state of ease, joy and abundance um, and be completely on purpose and, and have abundance flowing into your life as well. Um, so I think when I look at that as a bigger picture and go, is that truly possible? Like, I think instinctively our ego is like, no, because I don't know about you, like, but I definitely grew up with like, oh, you know, work hard week at work and thank God it's Friday and, you know, this whole belief system that working hard and having no time and not seeing your family and doing long hours is actually a good thing. Like <laughs> So ingrained. It's like... I can be, I can experience that myself in having a full-time job and working, yeah, for, since my working life began, working really solid long hours. So mm. it's so ingrained in my psyche, yeah, it's so ingrained in most people's psyche that to be successful, you have to work really, 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 really hard long hours and kind of, yeah, have lots of your life sucked away due to, due to your career. Oh, and I, I think that's one of the biggest lies we've been sold. And I think that it's really deeply challenging and it's still, you know, to undo that because like I am, you know, I meditate every day. I'm listening to these spiritual teachers. I'm reading the biographies. I'm interviewing people who have found these flows. Um, but I still have to challenge my ego and I still have to go, oh, you know, if you 
if you're doing what you truly deeply love and what you believe that you are put on this planet to do, then you can have abundance from that. You can, you know, and when I say abundance, like let's be real, you can have amazing cash flow in your business, whether whatever you desire, whether it's $100,000 a year or $500,000 or, you know, um, a multi-million dollar business. Like I can clear the ego out of your head, the mind and, you know, the controlling aspect of us um, out of the way. We can listen to our fucking heart and our intuition and we can take massive action when we, when we feel called to to do something then doors open miracles happen like I 100% believe in magic like I've seen over and over again in my life where I'm like you know I I go into a complete state of surrender or I just you know I go okay I'm just going to meditate and then tap into my heart and then whatever comes through from that place I'm going to take action on it doesn't mean I just go oh I'm going to meditate and then I'm going to get $100 in my bank account. It's like I meditate, I I take time in to listen to my heart so that I'm a clear channel. And then I go, okay, what what message do I need to to deliver today? And then I'll write an Instagram post or a blog post or do a live video or send a mailing list or I'll make some phone calls or I'll interview someone and have complete and utter trust that acting from that place is where you um, are respected and you can build a successful career from running a business like that yeah and so much is coming into my head to just it's like so much is coming through that I want to just um respond to with that because I'm excited as you mentioned that because it's almost for women this this way to intuitively run your business so instead of using our mind continuously and living from the mind um, with every part of our business, it gives us the opportunity to drop into our body, to listen to intuitively what's there, what needs to be written today, how um, should you show up today and what actions can can you take in order to get the most beneficial things done um to create your business in a bigger way rather than like the mind when the mind gets involved it's like a thousand things to do which could be potentially like it wouldn't even matter if you got all of them done it wouldn't be as big as the stuff that your intuition can give you which are the 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 deeper things that can make a change oh and absolutely 100 percent, and i think that the mind will go to, you know, other people's podcasts or blogs or, you know, the, the things that we think we have to do, you know, like, and that's what I'm, and what the body does is actually gives us indications as to where we should be applying our energy or what feels right and what's in flow. And it can be really easy to go, oh, in flow is very like hippie or whatever. But I 100% believe that when you're in flow and it's just reconditioning the mind to go being in flow can mean abundance. Like I don't need to be hustling and I don't need to be complaining that I'm so busy and I don't have time for anything. Right. Like let's let go of that belief system altogether and not utter those words anymore. <laughs> and <if I'm, laughs> like, I hate it. I absolutely hate those. Like, I'm so busy. I'm like, fuck off. Like, go for it. <laughs> You're the creative, your reality. You don't like, you know, just, just 
a limiting belief as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, but when you're, you're, when you're in flow, you're out of flow is probably the best way to do it is your body's going to tell you things feel hard. You come up against shit. It doesn't feel right. You, you'll get sick. You'll, um, you know, things will just go wrong. And I think what we, we've forgotten is that their little cues, their little, um, indications, that's our body, that's our environment giving us feedback and the feedback is like something's out of alignment here mm-hmm. what you know something's not in flow you're forcing it or you're coming from the mind and you know if that maybe is um you know sending an email and and realizing you put the wrong person's name in the top or something like that and then being oh. like fuck like but like i would use that and go okay i need to stop and breathe why did that happen okay i rushed or it wasn't intentional or it wasn't you know, I wasn't present with that email. What was my intention behind that? I was just smashing it out, you know. Um, yeah, and using those little hiccups and things that are happening to go, uh, to reflect and to go inwards and go, where do I need to call myself into a better alignment? Mm. It's mm. like the, I want to give an example, which isn't, it's like, I love that example about the email thing, because so often that happens when we're rushed and when we're stressed and when we think that we have no time. So we're trying to smash out an email and then another email to tick things off of our list. However, if we can just slow down, we can, I almost think that when I'm sending an email to someone or if I'm creating something if I'm creating that from a state of stress the energetics of the email I'm writing or the course I'm producing or whatever it may be holds that level of of anxiety or stress which comes across in when I promote it or when I send it whereas if I can step back and really come from a place of joy as I write things or a place of joy as I create I know that when I then put that out to the world it will be received in such a different way Mm. I think that's so powerful like the power of intention and if you truly if, if anyone out there believes that everything we do doesn't have an energetic footprint that's getting sent out with it then you're naive and you're actually missing out on the power to create with ease because the energy and the intention that you do everything in your life with, and I often get criticized for being too much because (laughs) I've had partners who are just like, you know, they'll be like, I am so busy or something like that. I'm like, well, maybe you should meditate. And they're like, (laughs) Um, and there was like, don't you fucking tell me to be like, I'm like, I'm sick. Okay. Well, maybe why did that, you know, <laughs> so why hey, you've got to say, hey, I would what? like be like, shut <laughs> up. But it's just the kind of thing that I would say to someone too. <laughs> but the, tri- the thing with me is like, I can't help but believe that everything that I'm experiencing in my life, I know for a fact, every single thing that's happening outside of me is an as a reflection it's a projection it's it's an in, it's a feedback loop of exactly what i've created on the inside yeah so i take full 100% responsibility for my life my conditions my bank balance my relationships my um conflicts my workload because i know that i get up every day and when i hit my meditation mat 
I'm creating my reality. And mm-hmm. things happen throughout my day that, are, uh, that you know, trigger me. Like they all always, um, you know, you definitely we get triggered or we, we get put into an emotional state that's out of, you know, ease and joy. Then it's using those to inquire and go, well, where, where is that a limiting belief that needs to be rewired in my brain or where is that um, a reflection of, uh, of something that I've created by my thought process or whatever? And um, if we look at life in that way, then anything is possible. Like anything is possible. And so if you don't want to work 40 hours a week to make $2,000 and you'd prefer to be working two hours a week to make $2,000, then fucking create that. Start visualizing and feeling that and experiencing that in your body every single day, you know? Yes, absolutely. And it becomes much more of an empowered process rather Mm. than just believing that life is happening to us. It gives us back our power to know that, all right, I am the creator of this. So what is it that um, is attracting this into my life within me? And Mm. I'd love to speak into... um, what happened to me a couple of weeks ago, I think it may have been three weeks ago, no, two, when my Instagram account was disabled and mm. my Instagram account was where I would have, well, I had the most followers and it was where if I wanted to put something out there, like um, a course or if I had openings and opportunities for one-to-ones, um, or whatever, I would always go to Instagram first because it was where like I had had the most people. And um, out of nowhere overnight, my Instagram account was shut down and it created so much uh, instability within the way that I felt around my business. And so initially I panicked and I was like, oh my God, what ways can I, can I create or what can I do to get my Instagram account back? And I was so attached to getting it back without even reflecting. Why did this happen? Why did this happen? Like I couldn't see the gift or the the wisdom behind it. And Mm -hmm. as soon as I could take a step back, I could see that I was giving so much to that account only and other places where I could be generating um, potential clients, potential followers. I, I just wasn't tapping into those places. So it was like I was putting all of my eggs in one basket. And so this teaching came through the Instagram account being shut down, that it was almost like my, my internal world being like, you're creating instability for yourself. So we're going to show you what that instability looks like by literally my Instagram account disappearing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with the two weeks that I had um, without Instagram, I started to build up and completely rechange my business plan, completely mm. changed the way that I was doing things. Uh, and yeah, it, it just feels like every single thing that comes into our life, it's like this opportunity for growth. It's this opportunity to see between the lines. Like it's not just something happening to us. And yes, it's out of our control to some degree. Um, but actually, what can we shift and change within our lives so that actually it comes back into our control and that we can create again in the way that we wish to see our business or like our entire life um, being. Mm, Absolutely. And I think where Instagram draws us into this really egocentric feedback loop 
where we, it's, and I'm so guilty of it, is it's so easy to make it about me when it comes <laughs> to them, you know, like I'm doing this because the reality is, and I'm, I'm really like, you know, transparent here is we have 60 something thousand followers on Startup Creative's Instagram account. So that for me, where I'm at a point, I'm very privileged and humbled to now say that when I, um, you know, go to another country and I write to a hotel and say I want to stay with you, I either get a free night or a discount night mm. or, you know, I can get tickets to events or um, people pay me to, to be posted on my account or, you know, um, you can walk into a room, you know, in, I was in New York City and people just instantly take you seriously. So, and it was really, I'm like, I recently feel like the universe has kind of slapped me around a little bit because I got dragged into that ego around, well, what, how can I use this following for my benefit, you know? Mm. And I think that, you know, I, I've, you know, I've had to really face, um, how it's coming back into alignment of being of service and realizing that there's 63,000 people out there who need help with starting a business and are probably living lives that don't serve them or, uh, you know, are looking for inspiration every single day because business is hard and life is hard and not everyone gets to live an amazing free life that I've created for myself and they're looking to start up creative for that. And um, I, I think I felt that pressure of holding that community of people and being like, fuck, like, well, I'm not always the best at this. I don't always nail it. So holding the energy of, you know, I guess being the face of that brand of people going, well, you know, that's teach us and show us and give us everything we need was really draining for me. And then also it just, you know, became a bit of an ego thing. So for me, like I've definitely probably spent the last month being like, yeah, like how can I be of service to my tribe today and not taking one single follower or, you know, email subscriber or client for granted and being like, you need to, this is not about you, Kayleen. This is like your business that you're fucking lucky to have created. Sometimes I go, how did that even happen? Like where did those 63,000 people come from? (laughs) But you know, and then you combine that with podcast listeners and email subscribers and Facebook followers and magazine readers. It's like there's about 100,000 people looking to start up creative to inspire them and support them and help them to grow businesses. Like I don't have time to make that about me and the fact that that's even happened is I is like because some higher source has said, you're here to serve these people and you're to lead them to the way of freedom, you know, like, <laughs> and if I, like for me, like, you know, compare those two ways of doing business. Oh, how can I use my Instagram following to get free accommodation in Tokyo? Or how can I lead a hundred thousand people into lives that serve them so that they can live their passions and their purpose in this life and be free of the fucking rat race and societal norms that tell us to go to work and get a boring paycheck and never tap into your heart's desires, you know, like that they're completely different visions. And when I'm in that alignment of being of service and genuinely being like, holy motherfucker, like every single one of us needs to be doing what we love and creating lives, you know, of our dreams, like that's where my heart is happiest. And 
for me, it's a constant struggle, not a constant struggle, but it's like trusting and believing that if I teach from that place and that if I'm committed to my daily practice every single day to listen to my heart and, and, you know, to stay connected to source energy, then I can teach from that place and that I will be financially rewarded in my abundance and my desires for the lifestyle that I want to live as well. Oh, speaking so much to my heart right now. Like, yes, yes, yes. To everything that you just said. And mm. it feels like such a, a reflection and you've so articulately explained the process that I went through, the humbling process that I went through by losing every single one of those followers. And it's like, yeah, you've got 64K, I have 13. And I was noticing this this ego coming in around, oh, well, I've got these followers and blah, blah, blah. And it became about me at some points. And actually, I feel like, let's say like the universe gave me a bit of a a whipping into shape like hey this is your soul's calling how can you be of service to these people who choose to follow you rather than like you mentioned trying to get shit from your following it's like hey actually when you come from that heartfelt space when you come from that space and I almost think of it as wholesome rather Mm. than energy sucking it's like almost like you you can either be coming from a place of like wanting something from those people or coming from a wholesome place where it's like, Hey, I've got this message and I wish for you to have it. Yeah. And I think this is the exact point of where the difference between any old business and, you know, hustling and being in their masculine energy and being in a, you know, a more holistic, um, I'm not going to say feminine because I think it's about a masculine and a feminine, but it's a wholesome balance, you know, marriage of your masculine and feminine is that the masculine says send this email put this much money behind behind facebook ads use this language use this clickbait put this pop-up box here and i'm going to teach you all these things that it's going to feed your mind and that is going to get you some success right we can you know it could probably launch your e-course and make you twenty thousand dollars in a week right if i give you all of those strategies it's it's pretty nice and we, we launch it every quarter and then all of a sudden you've got $80,000 passive income coming in. That's really nice. We, we can do that. But what if you were able to do a live video that spoke purely from your heart that was so in tune and channeling a message that is like like blows people's minds it comes from source and it's a really pure enlightened message that's come because you have gone and done the work in your own life and your own practice and now you you know that people in this planet and this existence need to hear that message I have no doubt in my mind that someone couldn't come along and say hey we heard your live video hit. We'd love to have you on stage and we want to pay you $10,000 for a mm. You know, like I, I totally believe in that. I've seen that in my own life is that when you're in alignment, it's fucking scary because it means you're doing a live video for free and you have no idea who's going to see that or watch that or hear that or be changed by that message. But someone could come in, you, you know, but you can you can be financially rewarded tenfold for that 
over the 40 hours that we're going to spend in coming crafting spammy emails and pop-up boxes and, you know, coaxing people into courses and so I mean I think selling courses has definitely got its purpose and doing that but my point is that you can be if you're truly deeply in alignment and you surrender to the fact that I am going to if all I do in this lifetime is follow my purpose then I will be I can be financially rewarded for that and I've seen over and over yeah I feel, I might take it. I'm like, hey, <laughs> I, I think that someone's going to listen to this and need to be, yeah, taking you on stage ASAP. Like, uh-huh. I feel like mind blown by this. So mind blown. Yeah, I think that this is the new, um, this is the new paradigm, right? Like, I, I believe that if, if you're committed to this practice, and I think where you know you you do this really well, Grace, as well, is that. <clears throat> the naivety of, and I'm just going to be really real here for a second, is I have often struggled and I've had conversations with, you know, women, especially in my circle, who are very successful businesswomen, but also have a spiritual practice. So that, you know, they're tantric or yogic or, you know, whatever you want to call it, they've got a spiritual practice and, and they've managed to balance business and spirituality, right? Mm. But often, um, in, and this is just out of personal experiences, I've had a few girlfriends who have found it hard to find the same in a, in a man, a guy who has a spiritual practice and a masculine, you know, um, business mind as well. Mm. And, um, and, you know, if we stereotype Ubered, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it is really easy to find a lot of yogis who are like, I'm just following my life's flow and my purpose but they've got $2 in their bank account and everyone's going on about how, you know, um, that they can't afford life and stuff. And I think that that necessarily, like, yeah, that that's maybe some people's calling is to be, you know, out of, um, you know, financial, off the grid or whatever. But I, I believe that money has a really powerful role to play in, um, you know, freedom and designing the lives of our dreams and providing jobs and lots of things that it serves um and if um yeah and it's like if you're too far into that purpose into that I'm just going to flow and don't bring in that masculine energy that is like you know exactly what you said which is I wanted to be in Bali and I wanted to work for myself and I did it and you built your website and you post regularly on social media and you do live videos and you hope you know I would I was inspired by you and we started working together and you're like I'm doing this workshop this weekend and then I'm going to do this one in a couple of weeks and stuff and you just you know workshops are a lot of energy and a lot of risk as well and you were forever and you still are um you know like so you've got that purpose side but you've also got the ability to take massive action mm-hmm. so I think, you know, if you were to do a live video, you you were to get up, you were to do your meditation practice or your spiritual practice in the morning, then you were to sit in silence for 10 minutes and go, what needs to come through for these people today? And then you take, then you do your live video and you take massive action. So you've, you've set up the infrastructure to even have an Instagram account and tripod and you, you put, you, you make yourself look presentable and you share articulately and then someone calls you and says, we want you to write for this magazine or um, 
we can you come and be here on stage on this day you're going to call in your masculine energy to say yes I can do that and you've prepared to take massive action and they've been able to find you because you've set up a website with a contact form, right? So I think it's really important to show that, yes, have that practice and be in flow, but be prepared to take massive action and be, you know, take care of yourself enough to put yourself in the marketplace where you can, you know, put yourself out for opportunities. Yes. So. It so well flows into the fact I was going to say, like, what would you say is like the key piece of, yeah, finding this level of, um, let's say, balance, holistic balance within an entrepreneurial business. And from what I heard you just say, it's like finding that absolutely divine flow between the masculine and feminine within us in the way that we do business? How can we find practices that cultivate both the masculine and the feminine within our business so that we are in balance as we are, yeah, carrying out our actions throughout the day? Yeah, well, I think if you look at it, whether you're in business or you're looking to start a business, if you haven't started and you're procrastinating, then you're likely to be in an unhealthy feminine, all right? Mm. You're just flowing and you're going about. Maybe you slip into a little bit of victim and poor me and no one loves me and blah, blah, blah. And I can't do this and everyone else is doing great but me. That's unhealthy feminine energy, right? So when that becomes too much to bear and you get to a point of um, – fuck it, I need to do something about this and I'm not accepting these conditions anymore. That's like, imagine that's, you know, dad coming home from work and being like, right, we're cleaning up this house, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> that's how I see it as like dad walking in and be like, right, what needs to be done here to get this house feeling happy and healthy again? <laughs> so dad comes in and says, we're going to work. You ready? You, what, you've got that idea? Let's do something about it. And you'll likely have these bursts of energy where you'll work till midnight and you'll make phone calls and you're a little bit like you, you're kind of gliding and anything is possible and you're like, fuck yeah, like you're, nothing's going to stop you and you're a bit like um, naive and you're just like, I remember like looking back when I was like 22 selling a $10,000 course off a two-page Word document to city council and being like, <laughs> You know, I'm like, holy fuck, I'd probably be intimidated making that phone call nowadays because I know. <laughs> but, you know, you're in this hyped masculine energy, but that's not sustainable. You can't stay in that. And so, you know, you will feel tired or you will feel run down or your partner will say, hey, can we put the phone away and go on a picnic? Or, you know, I miss you, you know, and you're, or you might get sick or you'll you'll realize you haven't eaten in a couple of days or it maybe things feel a bit harder the website crashes as you're halfway through it that's all indications of being like okay I've, you know it's it's time to come back into balance my feminine needs some love my, my feminine needs some energy and I need to I need to refuel here before this because this masculine's running out of energy out of fuel. Um, so using those indications to come back to go, okay, how do I come back into balance? And if you're, in, if you've been in a really extreme masculine polarity, then yeah, like dropping into that feminine, whether it's dancing or making love or cooking or 
or putting music on or going to a festival or swimming in the ocean or turning your phone off for the whole weekend or getting your hair done. Like hair and nails is one of the best ways to drop me into my feminine because I'm like, oh, this is nice. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't take my phone, you know, so I can't check emails. (laughs) I was going to say, it's like I I know that when I first got to Ubered, I was like, oh, I'm going to go and get um, my nails done and then I'd be getting a pedicure and I'd then be looking at my phone and that's like the opposite, right? It's like actually when you choose to do that, that activity, like putting your business to the side, for yeah. that moment so you truly have that spaciousness to di- to dive into your feminine yeah and you've got to think about it as if like if you're too polarized into that masculine then think about your feminine as like that needy girlfriend who's like give me attention like mm-hmm. can you come home now like I just want you to be in bed watching Netflix with me or whatever you know <laughs> okay I need to give her some attention and it's like well what does she love you know and for us that's hair and nails or you know for someone else it might be reading a book on the beach or you know going out for a chai tea by themselves or whatever right yeah um so finding what your feminine needs when she need when she's feeling needy and she's feeling in need of some love and um yeah give her that and then but this is the trick, right? It's and I've been here before as well, is don't give her too much attention. <laughs> she has the ability to unravel you. <laughs> and she will just wanna flow and dance and party and brunch and spend all the money and she you know She does want to do that. She does. She so badly wants to do that. And that's where you have to go, okay, I've given you some attention and you need to keep your masculine close by because he's the one that's going to say, all right, time to sit at the desk now and reply to those emails, right? Mm. Um, So I think that's the dance that we're constantly playing. So I think, you know, the best way to look at it for each of us is to go, when you're in, what is your masculine need? Like, so for me, I've been really working on turning my masculine back on and um that for me that's been running so I do I used to do long distance running in high school and university and for me it's a very disciplined it's just you and the and and the the running track right it's like you you've got to master your mind to keep running and turning those legs over and um and it's painful but the pain is temporary and at the end it's a success so I feel like I use running as a way to recultivate my masculine and then draw that sh- those short-term learnings from running into my business and go, okay, well, when I wanted to stop running, when I was going up a hill and my legs were burning, well, that's where most people stop in business when it gets a little bit hard. But the ones that have really amazing success are the ones that keep running even though it's hard, you know um so fine that's my masculine and then my feminine I mean she's had probably too much attention this last year so <laughs> she's having a little she's in a little cupboard right now I've watched her <laughs> <laughs> I fully resonate with that as well with um the the running piece actually when I know that you've so you've explained it again in a way that I'm like wow I'm seeing that so much within myself I was I was thinking about it and I was realizing it but I hadn't ever like spoken out loud and I know that before I 
really set my goals in place for um, actually activating Grace Hazel as a business that could sustain me, um, mm. I wasn't really at all in my masculine. I was totally in my feminine. I was Life was just flowing and happening to me. And mm. I actually just got a gym membership and I started going so hard at the gym. And after a few weeks, I would be at the gym and I'd start getting like real deep realizations about what I should be doing with my life. Mm. I started to visualize what I wanted to create. I started to put action plans in place. And mm. yeah, there's, there's that piece around like everything that is fired up in your body when you are exercising. But also I was running on a treadmill, like, like you mentioned, just having this one goal in mind of first of all, hitting 5k and then more and more and more, which is kind of the way that we run business, right? It's like finding that kind of the cultivation of energy to, to really want to jump onto the treadmill. And then once you're there, you know, setting yourself a goal of something. And then after that part, then you're setting yourself another goal and going for that. It's like really, really does almost like mirror the way that, that being in your masculine and running a business um, works. Yeah, absolutely. And then you need to get off the treadmill and go sit in the sauna for a little bit. And that's the exactly. feminine. Right? You cannot <laughs> run that treadmill all day. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's like using those outward things that we know that are going to help us to drop into that inward spiritual space of what we need. And I think, yeah, it's like when you're like, I totally, and I think, you know, hopefully people listening at home, if you can take one thing home, it's like, this is really possible. I've seen it over and over my life. Like Grace is an example. I've, I've, literally coach hundreds of people in the last four years who have sent me emails and said I did it you know thank you for my coaching session you you set me on a path and I'm like I never take credit because I'm like I didn't do anything I just helped you, you most of the time people who sign up for a coaching session they're gonna have success because they've decided that enough's enough and they're ready and so for them to send an email to a business coach and be held accountable and invest a money, uh, a, you know, invest in themselves means that they're serious about it. And for me, that's exactly what you said about um, Bali, moving to Bali is it's a laser focus of being like, this is where I'm going and holding that intention. And if if you can do one thing for yourself every single day to have success in your life, it is hold an intention of your wildest dreams in your mind. And if you can start for one minute a day and build it up to 60 minutes or, you know, there's days definitely when I've, when I've meditated for two hours in a complete blissful state of walking myself through the day in the life of my dreams and note it and, um, and then it, I 100% believe and I've experienced it where, it will start to manifest in front of your eyes and it will not be what you expected or, you know, you may not have predicted how that was going to happen, um, but it will manifest if you hold that visualisation in your mind every day and you're committed to that purpose and you believe that you're worthy of it, you will receive it. <laughs> it's like magic, right? And I say magic and that sounds hippy dippy, but 
I have personally experienced that again and again and again and again in my life. Even when I was young and I didn't know what manifesting is, if I focused and like dreamt of something uh, and visualized it and felt what it would be like to have that thing, um, and I, I went back to that every single day, it would come to me so, so quickly. And as you said, it's not always exactly how you imagined it, but it's, it's the way that it turns out is always actually so much better than you could have imagined, actually. Um, oh, and so yeah. it's this great reminder for people who manifest to do that, but it really does work. And it, it, it's, mm. it blows my mind when it works, but, and when it always works, but it, it just, it just seems to be like, I'm like losing words because it it just does take my breath away with how a funny story of something that I manifested. Please, I ha- I don't I haven't told this. I think I told my little sister because it's a little bit embarrassing. But um, <laughs> I was recently. Oh, I was a few months ago now, but I was in Melbourne, and um, I I have like ever since I was a kid, I've kind of had this desire to be famous. Like I remember. <laughs> I remember looking at, um, I think I was watching the Olympics and I was probably at nine and I was like, I remember watching it and being like, why aren't my parents famous? Like, why, why are they not on television? Like, why wouldn't you desire that? You know, and I don't even know if it's fame. It's probably just more being like an elite or like, you know, high end, like, you know, an expert in the field of what you're doing. Like mm. I really always admired people in, a, in elite status, whether it's a musician or a politician or an athlete or whatever, a business owner. Um, anyway, so what I've, always, I've always do this meditation where I visualise a day in the life of me in my dream life. And for a while there I was meditating on and I would visualise and I would embody myself walking down the street um, and I would have a team of people around me and I was kind of like, you know, it was like my PA and like, you know, a few different like other people, <laughs> almost like an entourage. Right? How old were you? <laughs> this was recently. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought you meant yeah. like when you were five and I was like, wow, you were always a boss. <laughs> no, no, no. This is like maybe at the beginning of the year. I was just like, I just want to be able to walk down the street in my total power as a creative woman surrounded by people. I'm having these ideas. And I've got, you know, and, and there's an amazing team around me of people bringing it to life and people, you know, go, oh, that's Kayleen from Startup Creative, you know, like this kind of probably where my ego got slapped around. But anyway, I was having this visualisation and um, anyway, I was in Melbourne one day and I was Insta-storying, walking down the street and then I jumped on a tram to go back to my office. No, I was walking down the street and it was this beautiful sunset and I Insta-storied it and was a video of me and just showing the sunset or whatever and um and then someone inboxes me and goes I thought that was you I saw as I was jumping on the tram oh my god (laughs) and I had this moment of being like I manifested that like (laughs) walking down the street in total like I think to be honest like if I looked at my manifest like my visualization I was looking at like being in my power and people recognizing that and so in that little moment it was like it was almost like this little universal kiss of being like hey like it's possible and I was like you know it's not 
not the big paparazzi that I envisioned, but someone <laughs> recognising You were on the front page of Melbourne's newspaper the next day too, right? <laughs> I wish, no. Um, so, yeah, anyway, that was a little fun story of um, slash slightly embarrassing. I um, love that. Yeah, it really does work. Man- manifesting is a thing. And it's like that's the book that I recommended to you is Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And um, it's the from Joe Dispenza and it's the, the science behind manifesting and it will blow your mind. Yeah, I've got that ready to download when my Wi-Fi is strong, which is not in this place in Ubud, um, in my jungle palace. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's 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 going to be downloaded um, because yeah, you've mentioned to me on on our mentoring calls how powerful that's been, and uh, I'm excited to yeah break the habit of being myself and break the habit of essentially yeah like I feel this essence of unraveling like conditioning and belief systems that yeah just keep us small essentially so yeah thank you for that that recommendation absolutely I would love for you to share where people can find you because this I know what you've just been speaking about within this hour has been full power and people are going to want to contact you and find out more yeah, so if you do want a business coach or a mentor, I do offer that that as a service. So I do one-on-one sessions um, and you can find me at um, hello at startupcreative.com.au and, yeah, just say let me know and I, I work with people at all different stages of their business and pretty much my passion is come to me, tell me what your vision is and I'll help you get you there. You know, like that's, uh, I'll commit to you and help you to see the big picture and and keep you on task for that. And then um, we also run a magazine. So that's full of stories of people who've started their businesses. Um, So you can grab that on our website, startupcreative.com.au. And then we have a podcast called Startup Creative. Um, And that's where I give a lot of um, a mix between practical business advice, interviews, um, often talk about meditation practices and and things like that as well. Um, Yeah, and then we also have a marketing ebook and workbook on our website under the resources tab, which is really good for like um, applying to your business um, strategies yourself if you would like to DIY yourself at home. Amazing. Thank you so much. And and I would like to just say my personal thanks for all that you have assisted me and guided me to create within my own world. And yeah, appreciation for you coming onto this podcast and sharing your wisdom with the people who, um, yeah, are passionate about pussy, but also with that comes with like life purpose when we can get in touch with pussy um with like our sexuality and with our our true essence then there becomes this ability to start to realize what is our purpose in life what is our soul's purpose for being in this world and if that's you and you're listening oh like okay is the most perfect of humans to work with to guide you into yeah really owning that part of yourself and bringing it into yeah the life that you truly desire 
Yay. Thank you. Thank you for your beautiful, kind words. And, you know, anyone out there listening, like, you, you really can design the life of your dreams. Like, that's what you're put on this planet for. Do not listen to all of the limiting beliefs around you that it can't be done or that life has to be hard or you have to go without or you need to go and, you know, get the job to pay the bills. Like, if you want it bad enough, you really can have it. And, you know, if, if you just start by, you know, inboxing Grace or I and just saying, all right, I'm ready, I'm doing this, like, you know, that in itself is a commitment to that laser focus of the end goal that you want. And as you make that commitment over and over every single day, doors will open and magic will happen and you'll probably email us in the six months' time and go, you'll never guess what happened. <laughs> So yeah, all the best, everyone. Mm, thank you. And we will speak to you or I will speak to you really, really soon.